The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at High Five Casino! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra in on-trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Hi there, I'm Zach Braff. And I'm Donald Faison. We're real-life best friends, but we met playing fake-life best friends, Turk and JD, on the sitcom Scrubs. 20 years later, we've decided to re-watch the series one episode at a time and put our memories into a podcast you can listen to at home. We're going to get all our special guest friends like Sarah Chalk, John C. McGinley, Neil Flynn, Judy Reyes. Show creator Bill Lawrence, editors, writers, and even prop masters will tell us about what inspired the series and how we became a family. You can listen to the podcast Fake Doctors, Real Friends with Zach and Donald on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Happy Wednesday, everybody. How are you doing? I'm Ray Harkins. Thank you for joining 100 Words or Less, the podcast. Today is a special one because it is brought to you by Gator Cases. We actually recorded this live at the NAM convention in January, I want to say. Um, yeah, they were awesome. They reached out and they said, hey, do you want to record a live podcast at our booth? We have all this rad podcasting equipment. And to be honest, I did not know Gator Cases was really involved with the whole uh, podcast game, but they are, and they're awesome. I'll tell you more about them in a minute, but Andy Othling is my guest. He is a, a two-timer. This is the second time on his sh- on this particular show, but uh, he plays under a moniker called Lowercase Noises, which is a spectacular, ambient, guitar-driven project that uh, I, I just, I, I love what he does. It brings me a, uh, you know, to a space that I just love being in. And that's all we can ask for when it comes to music is bringing you to a space that you love to be in. So I had Andy on and we talk a lot about uh, depression, anxiety, um, stuff that is very relatable to many people because I remember at that particular time, I had just started my journey in regards to, you know, personal therapy, uh, taking some anti-anxiety medication. And so him and I really drilled down on this. So I, I think for... Even if you don't know his music, this conversation will be very, very relatable to you, I hope. So, um, yeah, what else do I got to share? I have to share that the world feels terrifying right now. I actually today, uh, you know, just announced that Taken My Band is not going to Japan at the end of this month. And it was an agonizing decision because here we were, uh, us and the band Hope's Fall were, you know, going to, we're supposed to go over there to tour for about a week. And the, you know, as the time grew closer and we started to observe all of the craziness that is going around with the coronavirus, it just felt irresponsible to travel not only to us individually, but, you know, the people that were coming to our shows in Japan. And it just felt very weird. So, you know, fortunately, we were able to, uh, you know, work with the promoter over there and be able to figure out a postponement. So we'll probably be coming back there 
within the next year or so. But uh, I don't know. I just hope you're feeling safe and I hope that you are feeling okay because there's a lot of scary stuff out there in the world. I mean, there always is, like every day in and day out. But now it feels even more, I guess, elevated because of all this. But, you know, try to separate fact from fiction. Do your best to do the things that you feel comfortable with because at the end of the day, that's all any of us can do. So, yeah, I just hope you're feeling safe in some capacity somewhere, whether it's at your home or whether it's at your your school uh, with family whatever it is that gives you that life just just hold on to that okay um like i said gator cases is an incredible incredible partner for this particular show uh they have a ton of great podcasting equipment i saw it all at the actual event when we were recording this particular podcast so yeah visit gatorcases.com they have a you know not only a wide range of stuff for beyond podcasting, but the Gator Cases Frameworks collection. They actually sent me some amazing product in regards to uh, some you know podcast boom arms. Um, I don't know, just just some really really great stuff. So, in any event, uh, that I, I'm just thankful for Gator Cases. Thank you for bringing me out, and thank you for allowing me and Andy to have this discussion because uh, I know it wasn't really in relation to anything that was happening. <laughs> around us at the event. So uh, yeah, that was uh, that was great. But here's our conversation. And I will talk to you more, of course, after the episode is through where I tell you what's happening next week. Okay. Now, here's the episode. This, uh, you're a repeat guest, Andy. This is a, this is, yes. <laughs> I don't do it often. And granted, the circumstances might have 100% led to this. Yes. But <laughs> nonetheless, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, as, as I'm framing the conversation with you in my head where I was like, okay. And he's done a lot over the past couple of years uh-huh. in regards to just the, I mean, you've played more live shows than uh-huh. you ever have in the past. Uh-huh. Would you agree? Last year, no, but leading up to last year, yes. Right. I, I played one show last year. Right. 2019. That was the post-rock fest. How was that? It was great. It was cool because... Uh, and sorry, that's a cliche quote. Like, how was the last show? How was your last show? No, yeah, no, good. but no, I actually good. do care. Yeah, yeah. No, it was cool because uh, I haven't played many festivals, and this was the first festival I played where it was like, oh, this is actually like my music. Right, yeah. I'm true. like with brothers who understand what's going on here, you know? It's your team, yeah. Um, so that, that and I knew, I had known that that, been, that had been on my calendar for quite a long time. Yep. And uh, so I did... I, I do the stupidest thing. So what I did for that show is I said, I'm going to write a whole new set of music, like full band, and bring my friends out and teach them the parts and we'll play the show. Sure. And we did it. And you accomplished it, though. And I did it. Was it was your friends the Neon? What's the... the... So those guys were there, but I, I brought some of my friends from Albuquerque from my band Archibald. Oh, great. So they played Got it. Me. Got it. And uh, I had another friend of mine, Dave... Um, who does ambient music too? He was, he was like moving from Chicago to Nashville, and like he was without a place to stay for a month. Okay. So I was like, why don't you just come to my house for a week and help me write these songs, and then you have one less week to figure out where you have to live. You know? Yeah. It's kind of like a win-win. I'll be just living in my studio. It's yeah. Fine. I was like, I'll buy you a plane ticket. Just come out and help me write these songs. So he helped me write them, and he's a drummer, which is nice because I, you know, I can't. Yeah, you're not do that. Right. <laughs> so. Um, it's, a cru- it's a crucial component in the com- composition of songs. Yeah. So anyway, long story short, I wrote a bunch of new songs. Some of them are pretty like heavy uh-huh. and like loud. And have you, you have you put those out, guys? Because I apologize, you do not subscribe to your Patreon. Have no. you put those out? No, no, okay, no. And these are all. You'll, you'll actually maybe be pleased to know this. I've been talking with Jeremy Griffith and seeing about going to his place in Florida and recording them. That would be spectacular. We've been, we've been becoming good friends, me and Jeremy. He's a great human being, he's and great. he's got a great ear. Like, still yeah. one of my one of my favorite records that he ever worked on is this. It's it's a it, well, not that he worked on that he was a part of. He was in a band called Moments and Grace. You should check it out. Okay. Still, it was like a major label record. Uh, he was the vocalist and played guitar, and he has a beautiful voice. Interesting. He's never talked about his vocal cords. I'm gonna have to ask him about. He it. is. I, as you well know him, he's like such a self-deprecating person. Yes. He hates himself in many respects. Uh-huh. And I'm like, you, you're, you stop it, dude. <laughs> but his Jeremy, name, if you're listening, you got to stop it. I, he's feeling bad about himself right now. Absolutely. Jeremy, we love you. You <laughs> are enough. So much love. <laughs> but he would absolutely do a spectacular job with your and music. And just like vibe-wise, like all his synth work and like, like yeah. he, he understands. Right. And he can get heavy. Yes. So yeah. I feel like it's a good fit. And he's five minutes from the, the ocean, apparently. Yes, he's very close to that. So, yeah. And he, 
And obviously, if you are uh, looking to break back into the Christian music industry, he's won a Dove Award. Are you familiar with the Doves? I'm familiar with the Dove Award. That is not something I'm looking to I, do. I know. <laughs> I know that, yeah. Andy. Which actually, that, but I'll, I'll put a button in that because I was going to ask you about that yeah, a little yeah. bit later. But the, so, I mean, the fact that you have been, uh, yeah, I guess for lack of a better term, like, more active, I mean, like, you know, the show perspective, I mean, you know, you only played one show last year, but still, like, yeah. and you have been, you know, more prolific with the release of your quote-unquote content on Patreon mm-hmm. and, like, getting your music out there. Do you feel, um, like, I guess, do you feel more productive? Do you feel, what do you feel? Let me tell you what's actually been going on in my life. Please. <laughs> so, last year, <clears throat> last year, I'll say last year was the worst year of my life. Sure. <laughs> so, for, I mean, mental health reasons is the short three-word description. Right. But I didn't, I didn't do much last year. Okay. Last year for me was about sorting out some mental, personal issues. Sure. And like literally, at, at the beginning of the year last year, I was I was in this insomnia cycle where oh. every other night I just wouldn't sleep at all. Okay. Um, and then would you sleep like this? And, and then hours? I would sleep the next night because I was just so dead tired. But then the next, it was just it was just that over and over. So it, I mean, and we can go into as much of this as you want. I do. But like, um, anyway, I've been going to therapy. I got on SSRIs okay. year last year, and both those things have been incredibly, incredibly helpful. But leading up to that, it was. It was pretty bad. Right. Like, uh, well, when you're in that space, it's not like you want to be creative. Well, it, and it's not even, it's it's like, I one, I can't be creative. I just physically, I don't want to. Like, just everything is just like drab and. It's great. Yeah. So. I feel you. But it was, I, looking back on like that experience and my entire life leading up to it, I, was th- I think I've been dealing with depression and anxiety, but more anxiety than I realized. And that, that was what was keeping me awake at night. It was like, and I, I know people experience anxiety differently, but mine was very physically centered on my stomach. So I would just feel this like guttural roiling, like lightning bolts of like, you know, just like really bad. Right. Like you couldn't, like, you could not like skin crawling. Like it just, my body, just my nervous system felt like it was just blown out, you know? Yeah. That's, that's awful. I know. I mean, yeah. I'm glad you're talking about this yeah. just because, I mean, I ran into a wall myself where I started to just a lot of, I started a new job in July and then I, I really ran into a wall uh, in that new job where yeah. I was like, just, you know, not, not too dissimilar to you, a different cycle where I was like waking up at two in the morning, just being like so stressed yeah. out. I was like, I've never been stressed about my work ever. Yeah. So why is this happening? Started going to therapy, started taking uh, lo- low-level anxiety medication yeah. like Lexapro. Yeah. And so I'm on that now. And I'm I've on been- Cymbalta. Big Cymbalta fan here. Okay. <laughs> so I, no, I'm familiar with it. it, it but, and is that that's meant to m- deal more with the anxiety? Well, or is it? It's been interesting going through the process of getting the medication because it's like, like you go in. I mean, there's a whole, it was a whole nightmare process to just get to the point where I could talk to a psychiatrist, but like, sure. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not like an exact science still. It's like, moving like I went in and I was like, this is what's happening. And she's like, well, let's try this. Like, she's like, let's, you have to start somewhere. And then yep. the first medication I took was, was, it was really bad. There was a lot of side effects that were very bad, but one of I immediately started sleeping 12 hours a night for like two weeks. I was like, so it was like, I was just like a bump on a log. I was totally unable to do anything function at all, but at least I was just like sleeping like crazy. Sure. So, so then after I did two weeks of that and then I, we switched to Cymbalta and that, that's like the one that is dialed in is like all the, all the good stuff and most of the bad stuff isn't there. Right. Like the side effects. Yeah. Yeah. I know for me, like when I started taking Lexapro, they were like, you know, dry mouth. And I'm like, oh yeah, I recognize that. But I'm like, right. that's fine. I can <laughs> I can right. deal with dry mouth rather right. than like insomnia. Right. That's fine. And like mine was like dealing with my eye, like my eyesight was like swimmy and blurry. It's just like, wow. Like, it was really, but that's the thing is like everyone reacts so differently. So they can't, you just yep. have to try it. Totally. You're everyone's brain. And I hope this doesn't scare anyone. Like those, no. these pills have like saved my life. So like, this it's is, positive. It's great. Yeah. It's terrific. But it's because everyone's, we know so little about the brain that yeah. it's just constantly, yeah, it's just guesswork and it's moving target. Yeah. But that's good that you were able to, because I know that a lot of, especially 
people, I mean, males, and then if there's any sort of, like, public face that a person has. Yeah. There, people are, are unwilling to either share that about themselves, yeah. it shows a sign of weakness or whatever, that sort of machismo that is attached to that. Yeah, I've abandoned that completely. Yeah. Completely. Cool, because one of the things I've been learning through therapy is, um, is kind of, like, there's a lot of internal dissonances, like, inside of me regarding faith and, you know, all these other things, just whatever, and I mean, the the synopsis is, I feel like right now what I'm doing, what I'm excited about doing in my own self and in my brain is, like, taking all my different contextual persons and just putting them all into one. Like, I'm just me in all the same places now. I'm not doing the contextual shift because I'm with these people or that people. Sure. And, like, and part of that was just to, like, be super blatantly honest about a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And, like, even... Even here at Nam, like I've been meeting all these new people, and I'm doing that. I'm like experimenting with friendships now. Oh, okay. like I'll just come in hot. I'm like, bro. I'll, like the first thing I say is like, I'm on antidepressants. I'm really <laughs> like, I just yeah, just it's all I'm out just, here. It's just immediately out, and just so honesty, just being honest with myself and with everyone around me. Just like yeah, if people don't dig it, I'm like, all right, fine, okay, that's fine. But moving, like, moving right along. It's just it's this. I get this, and this isn't this isn't even. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We're sitting here. It's like June and you're like, where has the time gone? And everybody's like, oh my gosh, I have no idea. I got to like accomplish all these other things. Take a moment. Focus on the things that obviously for one matter to you, but for two, look back, be like, what have I done well? What have I done not so well? And maybe I can, you know, ask some friends and family for some help, but Where I have always gone to in regards to figuring out what I can do better, therapy. Therapy is an incredible tool at your arsenal that you can dip into. I've done it for my marriage. I've done it for myself personally. And I'm a huge advocate for what therapy can do for you because it is a third party that's able to look at what you can do to improve your life and be a person to help you along in your journey. And so I think if you were thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and entirely suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist, and then boom, you're done. It's great. And then if you're not vibing with the therapist, you can switch it at no additional cost. So take a moment, reflect on the things you've done, reflect on the things you want to do, and visit betterhelp.com slash Ray today to get 10% off of your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash Ray. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. And the drugs talking, I feel like the drugs like are helping me, enabling me to do these things and make some It levels like, you out, right? Yeah, and, and, and stuff. But, but yeah, I uh, the internal piece that I'm working on is feels very good and it's it's just like and it's not and it's funny because it's not like oh here's this problem I was trying to solve for years I've now solved the problem it's it's a lot of just like letting go of stuff like oh I'm not I'm just letting go of this right I didn't figure it out I'm just yeah I just I, yeah this is a process yeah I'm always going to be in that process yeah like, no one has it figured out yeah everyone but I'm just saying I'm saying it yeah right and you're putting it out there In a world where everyone is confined to their homes, society begins its largest bin watch to date. In the hallowed library of Hulu, or perhaps on a shelf of DVDs you haven't looked at in a decade, is a show that perfectly encapsulates life in the early aughts and launched a friendship that would inspire millions. Hi, I'm Zach Braff. And I'm Donald Faison. In 2001, we starred in Scrubs. 
a sitcom that revealed a glimpse of what it was like to survive a medical internship. As Turk and JD, we explored guy love. Nearly 20 years later, a lot has changed. We're not supermen, but we're still best friends. Eh. Given the mandatory lockdown, there's no better time to relive the series that brought us together in the first place. And we're doing it with a podcast. That's right, people. We're going to bring friends and crew members and fellow cast members and writers. And and guess what? We're going to even invite some of you to call into the podcast and ask all the questions you want of the entire Sacred Heart staff. Join us for Fake Doctors Real Friends on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, you know what I'm going to talk about? I'm going to talk about band merch because that is a crucial component to every independent music person's wardrobe. I can't tell you how many band shirts I have, but it's uh, p- probably, I'm going to guess over 300 at, at the bare minimum. I've got so many, it's ridiculous. But in any event, you need to go to rockabilia.com and use the code PC100WORDS because they are one of the best purveyors around in regards to online merch that is officially licensed, high-quality stuff. You are not going to get some horrific bootleg that you order off Amazon, wash it once, the screen print falls off, and then you're just like, oh, cool, I, I can't wear this shirt anymore. And then, you know, I bought a piece of bootleg merch and the band didn't see any cut from that. That is ridiculous. Rockabilia is the real deal. Fast shipping. They handle it all from their Midwest office in Minneapolis. So it'll get to you, you know, whatever corner of the world you're at very, very quickly. And they have an amazing customer service as well. If you have any issues whatsoever, they hop on it right away. This company is so legit. I love working with them. So rockabilly.com, visit the site. You will find so many options. It's great. And use the code PC100Words. How about I stuttered that one? Let's try that again. PC100Words. And that gets you 15% off your order. All right. Thank you, Rockabilia. And so because of that, with the... Then how, like, you know, as you started to take care of your mental well-being, how did the transition into then being able to obviously be creative again? Right. Be, like, was that, uh, did it feel, like, much slower than you kind of wanted it to be? or was I mean, it... I just feel like I'm still doing that. Okay. Like, it's it's interesting because, like, I, I really bottomed out kind of spring of 2019. Like, I was, again, long story short, I was in, like, psychiatric urgent care because I couldn't find... The psychiatrist was like, either we're full or we got six months out. I'm just like, I, I need this now. I need now. Yeah. And, you know, and um, so that all got sorted out. I ended up going to a, a video psychiatrist. So I drive out to a place and do a video chat with okay. someone. And that was like, we can get you in in two weeks. So I was just like, great. Yeah. So we did that and it was great. And she can prescribe me all the meds I need and it's perfect. So that's great. Highly recommended in case anyone was looking for something like that. Sure. Um, where are we going with this? What am I saying? You're good. <laughs> Transition. Trans- Trans- like, once you started to take yeah. care of yourself, transitioning into like being creative again. Yeah. So what? I, so that that whole process of doing the medications and I, even before that, I was I was like exercising twice a day. I was like doing all the things that everyone says to do. I was meditating. I'm, I've still been meditating. That's been like super helpful. Sure. Probably drinking a lot of water too. Drinking a lot of water. Honestly, that's like pe- what people say. Like, yeah. Yeah. Keep hydrated. It's like well. That's a start. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's just like any possible thing that I could do. I was like, I'm because it got so bad. I was just like, I got to try. This needs to be my sole focus is figuring this shit out right now. Right. Um, So I did all that. And luckily, uh, I'm I mean, it's off and on, but those habits are persisting, which is great. It's great. Because even though the meds are really helping, I'm like, I do want to keep these habits because they're just good Good habits for me. Yeah, exactly. Um, Anyway, where I was going is so like. During the summer, the meds started working really well, and I was feeling, like, very, very good. Um, and that's kind of when I had my friend fly out to write those shows, write those songs for that show. Okay. So the, the, th- the big thing, once I was feeling a little better, was was that post-fest show. Um, oh, and I, I actually forgot about this. I had, I had three shows scheduled for the East Coast. I was very excited about to play with some of my very close ambient friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just I had to cancel because I was just like, this isn't gonna happen. I can't. And even because I was in the middle of that insomnia cycle, and I was like, I can't even imagine trap just traveling. Period. I was just like, yeah, it's gonna be a nightmare. So I that was really a bummer to to cancel those, but it was the right thing, right to, thing do. to do. Sure. Um, so ultimately, what I'm getting to is like I'm I'm learning now. I have yet to be on these meds for a year yet, so right. I'm, I'm figuring out what a year cycle looks like, and like. 
the seasonal affective thing is real for me is what I've found. So like, okay, once I got back from the festival, it was like it's like fall uh-huh. home, and I, I'm like letting down from this big. It's like a two day drive out and back, and like this massive ordeal, right? And the, everything went well, but as soon as I got back home, I just kind of like crashed, and I was and it. I never. I was like, okay, I'll I'll take a break for like a week or something, and then I'll get back to work. And sure, but then I just couldn't. I just stayed in like this funk and like it's getting darker outside and colder and I was just like yep <sighs> I think I'll just sit here yeah yeah so and then and then I was like I think I need to up my meds so I got a I upped the prescription a little bit and that helps that's good so like anyway, you, I'm, uh, yeah, yeah yeah but I mean well it, I appreciate you obviously walking me through that because yeah. I think it's one of those things where especially when it comes to people who have taken a weird um, path in life as far as like just the pursuit of whatever creative passions you're doing because you know a lot of people like if you're working just like your quote unquote regular job or whatever most people are just like oh yeah I hate my job like (laughs) you know yeah yeah, I hate my job like that's just a standard thing but they're able to uh, obviously find value outside of that yeah but then when your passionate pursuit is obviously directly attached to your not only like your financial well-being you're not able to, it, the, that is not an easy switch to flip on and off. Correct. And so then you just get kind of locked in that yeah. cycle. Correct. Yeah, and like, and the other thing about my anxiety and depression, which I'm sure many people can relate to, is like, I, I sort of view it as like a lowering of your threshold of mental abilities or like ability to think any bigger than like what's literally happening right in front of you. Like, sure. So the idea of like thinking like, oh, what am I going to do next month or this video? I'm, can I do a video next week? I'm like, my brain is like, we have no room for this right now. Totally. We need to like survive in this moment is the only thing. Right. So am I going to get sleep tonight? Right. Right. Exa- and like, no joke. Like, totally. as soon as you wake up, you're like, all right, is this, how's this day going to go? Right. How's the evening going to go after this? Like, yeah. How did your... Um, I guess, how did your family... I mean, obviously, your family was supportive. How... Yeah. Or I'm guessing they were. Oh, yeah, 100%. Okay. 100%. Yeah, they, <laughs> they were just like, get over it. Yeah, stop being a weenie. Just be happy. Yeah. Watch a watch an Adam Sandler movie and <laughs> go to bed. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> um, did... Uh, and obviously, because you have children, like, did they... Yeah. How did that manifest? Like, were they, like, worried about you, concerned about you? Or was it one of those things you tried your best to obviously kind of... Not shield them from that, but like yeah. you know, distance them. I mean, we we kind of we, it's it's really interesting because all the stuff I've been learning throughout this process, and um, a whole other aspect of this is my my wife. So my wife is a saint. She has supported me, given me everything I could possibly sacrifice. You know, like she she was homeschooling. Yep, being a doula dancing she's still dancing which is great and then like supporting me and I'm literally just like I wake up I go into my dark room and I sit there like literally yeah yeah um and she's dealing with my my short fuse and my you know sure and she's up with me at two like you know like the the worst moment for me I was up at 2 a.m fetal position in the bathroom and this is this is really freaky. This was the thing that was like, okay, I need to like go to urgent care or something. But yep. I'm like sitting against the wall, and in like fetal position, and like involuntarily, my head, I just snap my head back and smash it against the wall. Oh, geez. and so there's like this dent in the drywall in my bathroom still that I look at. I'm like, that was kind of like a memory of like, uh, like this was really bad. Absolutely. So, um, so that's like what she was dealing with. Sure. Uh, it's like she was just pure selfless giving and just and so once I started getting better and she felt like okay I can she can not have to be my handler yeah yeah you know (laughs) right 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 then she I mean she kind of she fell into a depression too and like realized her own stuff because she finally had room for her own things and so yep she got she's on meds now too great and so we're we're both kind of looking at each other like hey we're feel like Hey, feeling good. Like the right. kid, we want to be with the kids, and when they yell, we're like, it's kind of annoying, but it's like I don't freak out. It's like you know. Sure. Oh, we turn we turn to Paige. Yeah, and so so what? Where I'm going is like we've been using our learning process to be like, our kids definitely have some of these issues. Like sure. now. Yeah. And and I think we're learning that we did too. 
we've been dealing with this forever and we've been assuming that the way we were living is about the best they can get when really it was not at all. Right, right, right. Oh, oh, I can, I and, can, I can put better polish and, on this. And so we're trying to talk to our kids about it a lot and like be like, and it's really dealing with kids with, we've been mainly focusing on anxiety because I think a lot of our kids demonstrating some anxiety stuff like separating anxiety from like disciplinary issues because they can look very similar like they just kind of freak out and yell and say no or whatever and so we we're trying to like teach them about themselves the way we're learning about ourselves like oh when i'm in this situation or when i eat a fucking cheeseburger too many days in a row i feel like shit and my anxiety is bad you know like yep and so we're we're teaching you're having an open dialogue with yeah and we're like hey like our our six-year-old has more kind of sensory not issues, but um, he's more sensitive to that. Sure. Yeah, and but he's like, we're teaching him like, oh, there's these certain things we can do with him, like get you moving, like roll this big thing around it. So it's been it's fun to learn and maybe think that okay, our kids can maybe deal with this far sooner than we did. That's and true. And do much better. Than right. Us. So, because you because the, you obviously then have the vocabulary and yeah. you're able to give the tools. Like, whether or not it's like, you know, you're not a professional, but you can at least be able to uh, prepare them in some capacity rather than like you not having dealt with it. You've got literally no vocabulary capacity to deal with it. Yeah. Or even just reacting to things they do. And this is very hard. But like, you know, someone's like freaking out, like, uh, you know, some of our something will happen and something just blown way out of proportion. Right. Kids do that. But we can we can sort of tell like this is this seems like an anxiety thing. So we're not going to punish this we're gonna be like hey why don't you go like take a shower why don't you go yep so we're not we're trying to think about like oh this is this is like a punishment here is not gonna right why is why are they doing this in the first place right and it's because we understand right like i understand like when my body just starts spiraling out of in some anxiety spiral i'm just like i i have no control now yeah right (laughs) my friend brady you can't hear us? No. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> so we promoted this live podcast, and people can see us but not hear us. And yeah, exactly. My best, one of my best friends, Brady, is on the other side of his glass right now. That's great. So he came to visit you. He did. Um, what a hero. What a hero. Shows are an amazing thing to go to. I actually just recently went to a show from a friend's band called Cult of Luna, and it's one of those things where... I go to shows a little bit less than I used to. And when I go out to a show, I want to have kind of a special experience, whether it's like, you know, obviously seeing a friend who I haven't seen in a long time, or if it's like, hey, we're doing this special record or whatever. Soundrink.com is the place that gives you the amazing VIP ticketing experiences for shows in general. They partner up with bands, labels, artists across the board to be able to support these tours, to give you a very specific experience, whether that's a piece of merch, whether that's a poster, whether that's an actual event where you're going to show up before the show starts, watch a band play an acoustic set, do a Q&A, have coffee, play board games, whatever it is, they will solve it. And they work directly with the bands to be able to develop these unique experiences. It's a great thing. This isn't some cut, copy, and paste event. This is a specific thing crafted for a tour. So visit soundrink.com and find your local tour that is coming through and you will be able to have an amazing VIP experience with Soundrink. So thank you, Soundrink. The, um, something else that I was also very interested in, in exploring was the, um, you know, like we were joking about earlier, obviously, the, the, the Christian music scene yeah. and how you've always had an aversion to it. And then I have such you, fun things to say about that now. You do? I do. Because you have, you know, clearly come through a door on that to be like, oh, yeah. yes, like I am not, I don't have the faith that I did before. Yeah. And and then you've obviously been public about it in a way that, you know, people like David Bazan and other people have already walked through that door. Yeah. Um, and so I'm sure after you shed that, it was just... A relief for you it was yeah and massive relief and like i said in some of the public posts i made i was just like <laughs> i said pretty explicitly maybe i was too harsh i was like i'm not doing this for you guys like you guys don't deserve even to know this <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i'm saying this because for my anxiety because of the things i've been talking about with my therapist like i'm just i'm letting it out now and yep. the more i do it like I just the better I feel and I'm just almost addicted to it at this like this pot I'll tell you anything right now yeah like literally anything and, it, and it's fine it feels good right yeah because you are there there is no 
burden on the the conscious, not even conscious, but the, in your consciousness, yeah. where it's like, yeah, I don't need and to hold this back. And a lot of it is uh, fear of what people will say or think, and I, you know, that's something I've been afraid of for a long time. Because, like you mentioned with the career, I was like, this might affect. Yeah, opportunities. This right. might affect, uh, you know, income. This might affect if I can feed my kids tomorrow or not. You know, like, so that that's 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 a mess. Yeah, right. <laughs> Internally, totally. right. Because yeah, you're like my the opinion that a person has of my music is one thing, but the opinion if I share a opinion and then that person is not going to support me, that obviously is a direct correlation. Yeah, and, and it's just like, and it's you know, people have made assumptions about me. Of, some right, some wrong over the years. And I'm, it's just like, I, it, it was just important to me to be like, I just need to like give everyone a big update. Like, here's where I'm at. Yeah. Jump off the train if you want. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. Goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. Uh, jump on or stay if you want. Like, yeah. I'm going to deal... the re- Whatever repercussions come from me being that honest are pale in comparison to how I... the relief I get by saying it. Sure. So I'm just so... Another part of this process is dealing with more confrontational type things. Okay. Because I'm speaking things that are slightly confrontational to people now because they're true to me. So, like, my entire family, my entire in-laws, they're all still believers. And I go over and Christmas, Thanksgiving, it's very... You're a And I'm just like, you know, (laughs) but previously I was just like in this, you know, like, do I... I'm scared. Like, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to offend anybody. Yep. And now I'm just like, you know what? I... These are my family. These are people I love. They love me. Yep. Regardless, they've said it explicitly. Yep. And so I'm like, I, I'm now going to just be honest and deal with the repercussions. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, you don't have to like, especially too, when you're talking about like family gatherings, like most people don't want to, to confront the thing that you shouldn't talk about. Yeah. And, but, but it's like, if but I'm pe- going to be but, here, I want to be myself. For, exactly. Yeah. It's like, as long as there's that implicit understanding of just like, Oh, yeah, like, we know Andy is this. So yeah. that's fine. And so I'll say you'll enjoy this. So the, the Bazan film, I have a million amazing things to say about Strange Negotiations as a documentary. Yep. But um, Thanksgiving Day, that that um, that film had just come out a couple of days before. I emailed my entire family, extended family. I was like, hey, guys, a lot of you may not know what's going on with me. Uh, please watch this documentary. I relate to every single second of this entire thing. Yep. And then we can have a conversation if you want. Right. It. Yeah, just just open it up. This is great. Yeah, that's awesome. It's like, we can just, we don't have to start from zero. I just like, spend 90 minutes, watch this amazing, well-done film. Yep. And you'll know me better. We can have a conversation and everything will be great. Right, yeah, you've got more context. Yeah. Hi, I'm Esther Dean, and I'm excited to welcome you to a brand new season of Songland and Songland's podcast. We have an amazing roster of talent this season. I promise you, you don't want to miss one single episode. Don't miss Songland, Monday nights at 10, 9 central on NBC. And join us here on Songland's podcast, available every week after the show on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ever going to do a living room tour again? Yes. Okay. Yes. Good. So... Because it seemed like that was a really rewarding experience. It was. And actually, the way I want to do it this year, and I do want to do it this year, is I want to do the ambient house show thing, but I want it to be improv, improvisational. 
Okay. So you want people to bring tambourines? I'm just no, kidding. I don't I'm want kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. You cannot join me in the making. No. Right. I just no. I, but like, br- bring a friend. Like, I've really cool friends in different parts of the country that do really cool things similar to me. I'm like, let's do a week run on the East Coast and 90 minutes in someone's bedroom. And we're just make stuff up. Yeah, that and, could be cool. And st- it would still have a uh, still have a visual part. Still have, but. That doing more improvisational ambient stuff is it like scratches this part of my brain that feels very, very good. Right. And I really enjoy it. And it's way less work to prepare. Sure. And I think people might really dig it and have like a completely like well, that'll a be a experience. Exactly. Yeah. This that what they hear will never be done again. Right. It existed and then it doesn't and you were there. Right, and yeah, and then the 20 people that attended this, it's like, that's your moment. That's yeah. our moment. Yeah. yeah. I, I just think it'd be really cool. No, it would be really cool. Yeah. And then you can record them all and then just re- and release uh, release 10 minutes of it to well, everybody. And, like, even the, the, the rig I have is very cool. Like, I could multi-track record the entire thing and be like, all right, you buy a ticket, we'll send you yeah. a copy of the show, and you can listen back to it. That's super fun. Well, that, yeah. And that's one thing, I mean, I've always admired you from that perspective, too, of just the the willingness that you're able to uh, follow these paths of, of, oh, yeah, like, I want to try this. Like, I want to do I want to do this now. I feel like that's the only thing I should be doing because that's the only thing that's worked previously. Yeah. Is me doing what I want. Sure. So And it gets harder to know what I want anymore because it's, like, because of, like, the financial stuff. It's, like, I, I can't just do whatever I want. You know, of course, it's like I got right. I got responsibilities and stuff, but it's like right. within that, in order for me to be able to do this in any sort of healthy manner, like I have to enjoy it. Of course. So it, and that and that shifts over time. Like you know, I did those house shows and those were great. And but like the the prep work for putting together, like I'm going to perform one of my previously released songs. That's like a lot of work. Right. A lot of work and right. like mental energy and blah blah blah. So if I'm just like I'm gonna put some like what a cool thing together that has these, all these colors that I can do and things I can do. And just, we're going to go and have like a natural moment where I didn't plan it. Right. That sounds more interesting to me. Sure. Hopefully other people might think that's interesting as well. <laughs> or, or maybe you're able to combine the, that sort of improvisational nature with the fact that it's like, oh yeah, there will be some like recognizable themes that could be yeah. attached to this of like, oh yeah, that kind of sounds like the stuff I did in the past. Oh yeah, yeah, hell, it might be like if we're recording all these shows, I can go back through and be like, oh, that moment was cool, let me try to do that, you know. Yeah, it's totally. Like a whole, it's like a whole, right, it works for the whole process. Kind yeah, of. for sure. The um, two last things I want to hit on was the, uh, the, you know, the fact that you were talking about the living that you've been able to make off of music is, you know, it's, it's weird yeah. because you shouldn't, you shouldn't ostensibly be able to do. Correct. Right, right. <laughs> like it's not that like you're you're not talented yeah. in the music, like. But I just, I mean, like we've always talked about. I just always find it so interesting because so many people arrive to you in so many different ways. Whether yeah. it's like, oh, they've been exposed to you via, you know, obviously the powerful Spotify algorithm or the dream playlist or whatever it is, yeah. and then doing you know certain levels deeper of research where it's like you know you are very different than uh hammock you know like those those guys are very um like i literally know nothing about them they're very like they seem nice guys like nice guys mark is very nice i've had had dinner with mark once that's great that's great but i mean they're not much of like you you don't get a sense of who they are as people no they're they're not like a personality yeah and that's that's such a weird thing i've struggled with because like i there's a big part of me that very much would love to have have the music work such that i'm a person working at home i put my content into a black box and on the other side, it comes out for the people to see and experience, but they have no knowledge of who did it. Like, that sounds so nice. Sure. But but that's, that's, that's not, real. not real. No, yeah. and that's not actually what I want either, to, if I'm being right. truly honest. It's like, but if I'm going to be public in any sense anymore, I'm going to be full. Like, I'm, you're going to be you. I'm going right. to be me. And I'm going to, uh, so that's. That's the whole thing. That's right. what, what I've been talking about this entire podcast. So yeah. <laughs> and the, uh, so do you, I, I presume that most of your revenue is still kicked off by streams, correct? Yeah, and it's 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 a lot lower than it used to be. It's still livable. Right. But um, 
yeah. And that's probably, I mean, do you think that's just a function of the fact that you're obviously not releasing as much via yeah, that? Yeah, I think okay. so. Yeah, but, yeah. And it, it's, it's, it's worrisome if I think about it too much because I have zero control over that other than just releasing more music, which sure. I, I just flood, to the, do flood the market no matter what. Right, right. Um, but yeah, I just, I, stuff has worked out for me. Like, right, it, you know, the, the Spotify stuff ramped up for me right when my licensing income dropped a lot. Right. And, like, that's what was sustaining me before. It's, like, I'm not trying to be lazy, but, like, stuff seems to just work out if I keep just doing stuff. What, like, yeah. Even being here, like, I came to NAMM for the first time last year and hooked up with this company, and, like, the owners become literally one of my best friends, and I've done all kinds of work for him over the past year, and I'm going to do a lot. Like, stuff just... It pops up, yeah. And I met, I met your bandmate here. And right, right. Had a, it was, he was great. I was like, I love this guy because he loves he knows Ray and I love Ray, so I love you. I'm like, right by uh, default, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's just right. You you the 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 trueness. Like if you put too much worry into something that you obviously have no control yeah. over, it's it's a fruitless endeavor. Yeah, it's it's going to be another anxiety spiral where I'm just like I'm worried about this, and then it's going to get to a point where it precludes me from doing anything that would stop me from worrying about it, and then I'm more worried about it. <laughs> and, and then you're just locked into the thing yeah. of like, oh Jesus, this is not this is not this is not even remotely healthy. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's I, from like maybe my parents are like, hey, maybe he should get a job or something, but I'm just like I yeah, I'm not. I'm not equipped for that right now. No. Nor ever. I'm just, I'm doing my thing. Right. I think it'll work out. You could, I mean, you could easily work at a coffee shop, like, easily. I don't know how much I'd enjoy it, but I could do no. it. Right, right. <laughs> but, yeah. I wouldn't, the fulfillment, I've, I'm spoiled by the fulfillment from what I do. Right. That's, you know, that's, that would be tough. Right. That, it's, the, it's not the fact that, you, you know, you're, uh, quote, unquote, above that, but you're just like, well, yeah, the pleasure that I derive from this. Yeah, it's just, and I hope this isn't like arrogant to say, but like, you know, I, some of my songs have millions of streams on Spotify. I like to think that's like putting a large positive thing into the world and a lot of people's lives. And I'm like, I'm trying to not overly think about it, but at least acknowledge it. Like, yeah, I'm proud like, of that. Absolutely. That's not, that, that is a uh, feather in your cap. Yeah. And I'll take, I'll take it. Right. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's fine with me. <laughs> Uh, the the last thing was is the yeah. being, you know, being a dad and being a creative. Like yeah. you know, mo- most kids have some sort of. Are, are, you, are your kids still homeschooled? Yeah, we're we're transitioning out of that. Okay, but, but the, yes. the reason I bring that up is just because like you know most kids have some sort of uh, language that they can do to describe what their parents do for a <laughs> living. You know, yeah, and so like. I mean, like, granted, it's like, you know, me working in podcasts, like, my son yeah. is like, is like, oh, like, daddy does podcasts. Like, that's, the, you know, right. that's fine. And like, mommy's a teacher, whatever. But, you know, for you, how how do they describe you? Um, I don't know. Well, it's funny because, like, even the fact that I don't, I don't leave the house to go to work. <laughs> right, right. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm there for lunch. Like, if Megan's like, I'm running to the store for 30 minutes, I'm like, cool, I'm here. Like, just go. Yeah. Like, there's so many little things like that that normal people can't do like mm. <laughs> there's been moments where my kids are like well your your dad's gone for the day like like i'm like yeah that's like that's what normal people do <laughs> right. where, like do, a normal where does he leave to an office what does that even mean but yeah i don't know i'm not even sure that they quite understand what's going on i mean they know that i there's like video stuff involved and the right. studio's over there and then he goes he works in there and then he yeah he has a guitar out. he's yeah. got pedals like he does but stuff. They, they're it's funny because I'm waiting for the moment where they realize how abnormal their life is. I think they'll be stoked about it. Like, sure. And you'll give them a story. I'm fine that they don't understand it now, but yeah, I think they'll be like, oh. Because how old is your oldest? Nine. Right. And so, like, clearly has an understanding of the world around them. Yeah. But it's, it's just more and more every day. I think he's like, oh, wait. This is, I got, or at least I hope. I hope he's like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. You know? I mean, obviously, at a certain point, they're going to, he's going to rebel and just be like, yeah, yeah you know, my dad and mom suck and like, I hate guitars. He's going to be a shredder. He's going to be like a you think anti. So? No, I don't. I'm just thinking the opposite of <laughs> That's me. That's true. The opposite. <laughs> well, the opposite of you, you know, clearly would lean into the fact like, oh, yeah, any guitar based stuff, lame. <laughs> so true. stupid. Ugh. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to get super into, you know, the DJ EDM. Ooh, that, that would be a. I respect a lot. I respect anyone that makes like any sounds. I think. Yeah, so. that's true. So I guess if they, if if any of your children ended up like completely hating music, that would be the. Yeah, I guess if yeah, I guess that would be it. Yeah, or hate Limp Biscuit. They gotta love Limp Biscuit. I know. 
I, I know. love Limp Bizkit. I know. I know. I was hoping someone from Limp Bizkit would be here. Like Wes Borland should be here. He should be. He's a he's a gear guy. He should be the keynote speaker. I want to meet him. Yeah, so well, bad. I'll see if I can make that happen. Can you hook me up? I don't know if I can. Sorry. Do me a solid, Ray. <laughs> Just do. I'll do some research. <laughs> all right, all right, Mr. Wes. Well, Andy, thank you. Thank you. I'm glad <laughs> so, this worked out. This me too. Great. This was perfect. This was perfect. We got to, we were able to record this. Yeah. Well, all right, there you have it. Hopefully that conversation uh, makes you feel less alone because I know uh, it did when I was having it with Andy. I got a little emotional at one point just because I heard him sharing his story and how it mimicked a lot of things that I was feeling. So it was uh, it was great. So thank you very much to Andy. Thank you very much to Gator Cases for helping out with this particular episode. It was great. And uh, yeah, I'm going to continue to work with them because they're a great company. So thank you, Gator Cases. And uh, next week, we have Riley Gale from Power Trip. I was so stoked to have this conversation. We spent about two weeks scheduling it and missing each other and texting each other, and it was, uh, it was, it was awesome. So that is what I have for you next week. And then the week after that, I'm going to be taking a two-week break as I uh, switch podcast hosts and you know get a new thing all set up. But um, yeah, so that's, uh, that's what we got coming up. Until then, please be safe, everybody. Hey, Miles. Yes. It's Jack from work. Yes. Hi. Did you know that we host a daily news and culture podcast where people can I go to get caught up on know. what is yes. happening? Are you? Yes. Are you confused about that? You're talking about the Daily Zeitgeist. I just wanted show to make sure you knew and that everybody knew that you could listen to us every day, twice a day, talk about what is happening and they could learn everything without feeling the life drain from their soul. Yeah, I think at the Daily Zeitgeist, we like to give people a balance of just enough news that they feel informed and just enough laughs that they're not overwhelmed and can have a decent day after listening. So guys, listen to the Daily Zeitgeist on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are given away for free. The show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Trust me in saying that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all of the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Whoa! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.